coming up on this episode of the MD and Chef Team Show. I'm scared. I'm I'm actually scared for our society. I've never, I'm such a positive person, but we all have the power within ourselves to change ourselves. And we have to change this toxic level of just angst and stress that everyone seems to be letting eclipse their lives, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. And, and, and we just need to empower the parents because the empowered parents will be calmer and they'll be able to help their kids. Right. Yeah. And they will know that they have the tools. Like, I think the hardest thing is when you see your, no mother is happy and no parent is, you're only as happy as your happiest kid. Right. Welcome to the show from the The MD MD and Chef Team. Team. I'm Dr. Isabel, medical doctor here at the MD and Chef Team. And who are you? I'm Chef Michael, culinary nutrition expert. I'm the chef part of the team. And what are we going to talk about, babe? Now, I can say that because he's my husband. (laughs) Yes. Well, then we'll be talking about marriage, relationships, parenting, intimacy. We'll talk about mindsets of success, overcoming depression, anxiety. I'll be getting into functional nutrition, recipes and tips from the kitchen. And we're going to both get into how to live a long, healthy, vibrant life. Yes, I love it. Our mission is to help you prevent and reverse disease and give you hope in the process. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. We We like like to have fun, fun too. So let's Let's get get on with the show. Hi, Roseanne. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to this conversation because this is, uh, we had a little technical difficulties the last time. So I'm super excited that we're able to talk about kids' mental health and what parents can do. Yes. And actually I can hear you. I can see you this time. It was such a drag (laughs) that that didn't happen last year, but I'm so glad that we connected today. Yes. Hey, where are you? I am in Connecticut outside of New York City. I'm like considered the suburbs of New York City. Okay. And how's the weather? You guys are in winter. I know we're in summer here in New Zealand. Yeah, it is. um, And I'm going to tell you that, you know, one of my best friends lives in New Zealand and boy, you have some strict government policies there and I'm probably never going to see her for like years now. You know what I I mean? I know. So um, it is cold and uh, it is not a bad day. It's 40 degrees. That's considered pretty warm. So 40 degrees here in New Zealand is about, um, let me see, about 15. It's about 12 degrees centigrade. I had to learn all that when we moved here 20 years ago. (laughs) Hey, Roseanne, how about if I introduce you to our listeners? Because I haven't done that formally. And then we'll take it away, right? Yes. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MD and Chef Team. I'm your host, Dr. Isabel. And today we get to talk to Dr. Roseanne Capana-Hodge from Connecticut, America. Um, I'm just going to share with you a little bit about her story, and then we'll go ahead and start asking questions. Okay, ready? All right, here we go. Dr. Roseanne is a doctor of psychology and is a mental health trailblazer. I love that trailblazer. It is. We're breaking ground, aren't we? I'm I'm a disruptor. (laughs) Oh, me too. I'm going to join you. That's right. We're disrupting. Yeah. Um, And founder of the Global Institute of Children's Mental Health and Dr. Roseanne Capana-Hodge, 
who is changing the way we view and treat children's mental health. Forbes magazine called her a thought leader in children's mental health. Her work has helped thousands reduce and reverse symptoms associated with the most challenging conditions facing our children today, such as ADHD, anxiety, mood, autism, learning disability, Lyme, wow, PANS and PANDAS, which we will be talking about, Mm -hmm. using proven holistic therapies such as neurofeedback, biofeedback, and psychotherapy. She is the neurofeedback, a biofeedback. I'm sorry. She is. (laughs) Go back a second for, and I'll just say she is the author of the first ever book on teletherapy activities for children and adolescence therapies called teletherapy toolkit. And that is trademark. And Roseanne's mission is to teach parents how to reduce and reverse their child's symptoms using proven natural therapies in her book, It's Gonna Be Okay, and the Get Unstuck program. I love those titles because parents, parents need help. They're not getting it. You can't be getting this in your doctor's office. It's just, there's not no. enough time. No. And, and it's more than that. They're just not understanding what's going on. And then, you know, we just don't have good solutions that are, we have good solutions. We're not talking about solutions that are accessible for parents. Yes. And what I what I want to talk about before we begin all these questions is I just want to say, I do not like the word mental illness because I have suffered from, quote, mental illness, and I hate being called mentally ill. You think you're crazy. It's not mental illness. It's all about brain health and realizing yep. that if we've got good brain health, we're going to have great mental health. If we know how to take care of this organ in our brain, right? That's hundred percent right. Then we will live a better life. So I want everybody to take off the post-it of mental illness and put on, it's all about brain health because brain health leads to good mental health. And that's what we're trailblazing, right? I mean, that really is. I mean, that's what I've been doing for 30, over 30 years that I've been talking about that. And it's about, you know, the fancy word, you know, words is that nervous system dysregulation, right? So there are many things that get our brain to not be calm, right? But then there's a lot of things that we're not talking about that calm that brain. And without a calm brain, we can't think properly. We can't pay attention and we certainly don't take the kind of actions we want to take. And then mental health issues arise and we make it sound like, oh, you have depression or you have anxiety or OCD that there's nothing you can do unless you take a pill. And that is just not true. And it is removing the power that you have within yourself for yourself or your child or your family. And it's leading to everybody being feeling so out of control. And this was occurring long before the pandemic. It's just the pandemic through, you know, made this fire much bigger. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you. I wanted to ask you, why are children and teens so anxious? Not just because of the pandemic, but in general, what is going on? Well, Dr. Isabel, I think that there are, it's multifaceted. So I would love to say that there's one answer, but I can tell you that we are all 
letting compounded stress. And it's not stress that's all bad. We are living very intense lives and our nervous system, our brain doesn't know the difference between good or bad stress. And that compounded stress is causing families to dysregulate, kids to dysregulate. We have the most overwhelmed parents right now that we have ever in history. And parents are doing the best they can. So I'm not saying this to just make anybody feel guilty, but when you are super stressed, it doesn't matter what comes out of your mouth. It's what you're showing your kids, how you're managing that. So if you're tense and you're pulling your hair out or you're irritable, that is what your kids see. And there is a compounded negative effect. Effect of that. And at our office, we talk about sharing the calm, right? Sharing the calm means when you're regulated, the people around you, your kids, get to share in that regulation. It's called co regulation. We call it sharing the calm. Mm. And this is a major reason why kids are struggling compounded stressors, just stressed families, poor coping skills. Um, Kids today do not have stress tolerance. And, you know, how you view a stressor is 100% how your body reacts to it. So, you know, if you're like, oh, my God, here's here, this is a terrible thing. Um, And it's a little thing, right? Oh, you know, my show isn't on. I'm so upset. I'm in a rage. Well, your nervous system responds to that. And the more it happens, the more you get into a stress state and chronic stress, we know through research leads to clinical conditions like anxiety and depression and OCD. Gosh, that's really, that really pins pinpoints the fact that parents need help because they need to take care of themselves. And we're, I mean, we're all guilty of it. We don't do the best we can. (laughs) Hello. I know. How many kids do you have? I have two boys. Yeah, I have two girls. They're adult now, but I can see how in the past I wouldn't, I didn't know how to self-regulate. And so my emotions would bleed into them and, you know. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we make everything so hard. We make everything like mental health and addressing it is like the biggest mountain you'll ever have to climb. And I challenge that. I, I think that simple actions create profound change. Mm-hmm. And I think the harder part is that we're living in a, you know, I uh, have a magic wand on my desk because people think there's a magic wand, that there's something, a pill they can take or one action, okay, that's going to make it better. And in it's a lot of little actions Mm -hmm. that create big waves. And I think when people start to realize that's lifestyle changes, like when you take care of your brain, you reap the benefits, right? And you feel so different, you know? know. But we're so trained. We're so trained to think it's just this magic pill and, it's like, oh my no. gosh, you guys. The pill doesn't change your behavior. It may, it may for some, I don't get to see those people and those kids. It may for some calm your nervous system, but mostly it doesn't. It produces a lot of side effects, which counter any positive effect you might have. So I, we have to change this dialogue. And I'm, I'm just sick of parents not being empowered for this change. Because like today, somebody called and they're like, why didn't I know about this? Why aren't people talking about this? Why isn't... 
I'm like, well, I'm out there talking about it. That's why I do all these things. But we have to share this information with people. You know, like if this is a podcast that you're listening to and you know somebody, which you do, you know, a lot of people whose kids are struggling with mental health, you need to share this with them because people are hurting in a way that I have never, ever seen in my entire life. Me either, Dr. Rosanna. I'm scared. I'm, I'm actually scared for our society. I've never, I'm such a positive person, but we all have the power within ourselves to change ourselves. And we have to change this toxic level of just angst and stress that everyone seems to be letting eclipse their lives, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. And, and, and we just need to empower the parents because the empowered parents will be calmer and they'll be able to help their kids. Right. Yeah. And they will f- know that they have the tools. Like, I think the hardest thing is when you see your, no mother is happy and no parent is, you're only as happy as your happiest kid. Right. But the oh, that is so true. So true. Oh my God. <laughs> so true. But like when parents are like, what should I do? How do I do it? And they're up searching all night on the internet. This is what people's lives are like. And it's not okay that we're not sharing this, this kind, these kinds of tools and resources. So I'm all about kids, mental health solutions. I mean, you, you look at me on Instagram, it says kids, mental health, you know, solutions, right? Um, Because that's what we need to talk about. Yes. I can talk about the neuroscience and stress and anxiety and OCD, and that's important. Mm. Don't get me wrong, but I want you to put a fire under your butt to create some lifestyle changes that we're all capable of. So let's talk about some of yeah. those. Some, what are some of the natural therapies to reduce and reverse our children's yeah. stress? So I dive super deep into this in my book. It's going to be okay. Um, but there are many things that people can do. Some are free. Some are things that you have to invest in, and it really depends on what's going on, right? Um, So, you know, things that you can do right away are breath work, right? So breath work is, I started doing breath work when my youngest was maybe like 18 months, two years, and very capable of doing it, um, short amount of time. Why do we do it? Everything we need to do, all of these tools I'm going to talk about right now, do one thing, they calm the brain. And without a regulated nervous system, again, we cannot take action. We cannot learn. We can't, and you can't, you know, my, my methodology is brain behavior reset. You have to calm the brain. (laughs) You have to learn new skills to address behavior so that you can reset, right? You can't just keep doing the same things. Somehow in mental health, people feel very comfortable about doing the same things over and over that don't work. Like most people come to me and they've tried, you know, eight medications and they had terrible effects. And they're like, but I didn't know because that's what my doctor was telling me. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, your physician decided to try that eight times and didn't run a genetics test to determine if you could even metabolize these things. Um, So we want it, you can't, the definition of insanity is Albert Einstein says, is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Calling all women. Are you feeling depressed, anxious, lacking in energy, having problems sleeping all night long, waking up with brain fog, or maybe even hopelessness? And you know that there is a better you that wants to come out Hello, it's me, Dr. Isabel, 
And wow, if any of this sounds like you, I get you. I have been in this place and I really wish someone who really knew what I was going through would have been there to help me through to the other side of that deep, dark place. That's why I started the Shame-Free Anxiety and Depression Community for women only. It's a free and private Facebook group. Would you like weekly coaching to help you become your best self? And how about be inspired and encouraged by other women in the community? We now know that we grow better in community and not alone. The link is in the podcast description or you can search in Facebook for the shame-free anxiety and depression community for women. It's free, it's private, and it's safe. I hope to see you there soon. And now back to the podcast. So I want to flip that script and I want parents to know you have to calm that brain. And then, you know, so breath work, gratitude, um, affirmations, um, uh, visualization techniques, biofeedback, um, and then something I do a lot, which is neurofeedback, which could be its own podcast, Dr. Isabel, but essentially it's a therapy where the brain through technology learns to go from a dysregulated, either under or overstimulated state, um, which a variety of behaviors like unfocused, angry, you name it can result. You use the computers and you teach the brain to get into a regulated state and it gets reinforced to do it. And it's super, super simple. It's based on operant conditioning and, um, and you're watching a movie and your brain in two to three seconds will produce the exact combination that somebody like me who determines that you need to achieve to be in a regulated state, two to three seconds, your brain will instantaneously produce a healthy combination. You need to do a number of sessions. Mm -hmm. Typically, most people do 40 or so sessions to get it to learn to be in a healthy state. So it's safe. It's really effective. It's just, you know, it's not inexpensive and it's time consuming, but it's a lot cheaper than 10 years or 20 years. Um, it takes on average 11 years from the start of a problem before somebody gets appropriate mental health help, according to NAMI. So 11 years of heartache versus time, putting in time and doing about six months of treatment can be pretty dramatic in the changes. And you have to do, if you're, if you're an anxious person and you're have or OCD or your depressed behaviors that you're repeating, you have to address that in therapy too. But therapy only works when the platform is a regulated nervous system. Absolutely. Absolutely. So got to work on common. That brain is all those things and more nutrition, exercise, all those things have a dramatic impact on the brain. And there's tons of research to show that I have 40 pages of research citations in my book. Yeah. Food. Oh my gosh. Food. Oh my gosh. The food people are right. eating. It's just all sugar. I mean, yeah, of so course bad. You, people don't know how to eat. They, no. I, and they drink and adults drink a lot of alcohol to self-medicate Yep, and smoke a lot of marijuana. I know it's like the normal. Yeah. And, and I'm not against cannabis, but I am against cannabis when you're using it all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. So it is a psychedelic and I'd rather see you use CBD, 
Um, but you know, most of my excessive cannabis users are stuck. They're not living productive life. So I can't say, oh yeah, that's a great thing. Um, but, and a lot of people are drinking three to six drinks a night. I know here, a lot of alcohol. I know we always, we always coach people here at Dr. On a Mission only for, I'm not a fan of alcohol because I come from an alcoholic father and it's just terrible. And it just is not a good way to to take care of yourself. So we always teach people only four drinks a week. And so when you ask somebody, okay, all right, so here's a quiz. How many glasses of wine are there in a bottle of wine? I've got people saying three glasses of wine, a bottle of wine. I go, wrong answer. It's seven. There's seven glasses of wine. So you shouldn't be drinking any more than just a little bit of half in a week. People are blown away here in New Zealand. Oh yeah. I have, I mean, I know people that drink a lot, I know. you know what I mean? So, and again, why are you drinking? What's behind it? It, Are you going out and having fun, whatever, and you're being safe? Great. But are you drinking because you're trying to self-medicate? You got Mm -hmm. a problem. You got to get to the root cause, right? You know? Oh yeah. And and what you put in your mouth affects your brain. Mm -hmm. It's, kind of common sense. And so you can, instead of thinking about what you're missing out on sugar and gluten and dairy, think about what you are eating, right? Like I just had, um, stuffed chicken breast with prosciutto and artichoke and spinach and garlic. And it had, it had non-dairy cheese in it. Um, and it was damn good. Everybody just want everybody to know. So (laughs) are you Italian? Oh yeah, I'm hundred percent. So I'm first generation. <laughs> so I love to cook. Yeah. So it is the only other career that I actually seriously considered. I just love it. It makes me feel it's my Zen. Oh yeah. totally. And it makes other people so happy when yes. I cook for them. So yeah. it's like, I love that part of it. So, and my mom taught me, she's an amazing cook. Like she can make anything tastes like a gourmet meal. Like, and she just cooks in that authentic kind of true Italian way, not American Italian way. What Um, part of, what part of Italy are you? We are near Naples would be the closest major city. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you before I ask you the next question about breath work, just very simply, can you explain to our, to our listeners, how to do breath work. Yeah. So there are many types of breath and there is not one that is better than another. It's what works for you. And the point of breath work is that we are chest breathing. And when we chest breathe, we are um, causing our nervous system to stay in a more elevated state. And what we want to do is breathe into our belly. It's called diaphragmatic breathing. And my my personal favorite breath is, and I have it up on YouTube, is a 478. And so you're breathing in for four seconds, um, and then you're holding, and then you're breathing in through your nose, four seconds, hold for seven and then exhale for eight. And it's the, you want to do it at least three rounds. And I like to do it um, three rounds, at least three times a day. You can do it 10 times a day. It's, it's easy. And it's going to train your nervous system to get into a relaxed state. Okay. Athletes just don't go and, you know, go to the uh, practice for a week. They got to do it all the time to keep the muscles and the brain and everything worked. 
you want to treat your brain like this primo thing that it is not feed it with Cheetos and be, and, and not taking care of yourself. It's super, super important to take care of yourself. I know it's so good. And I love that. And it's just very simply three times a day, you can do it while three you're times driving. A day. Set it, you, put it on your timer. That's right. That's right. Good point. No excuse. Hey, I also wanted to ask you, can you share with us what is PANS, P-A-N-S, oh, sure. and PANDAS, and A-E, and how, yeah. is it, and how is it treated? I know you can't do it all. Yeah, in- no, but I can give you, everyone needs to know about this. Yes. So these are three separate clinical conditions that result from infectious disease, mostly some t- PANS toxic trigger, A-E, PANS. And what, what happens is, um, we have a rise in infectious disease. Hello, we're living in the time of COVID. And this is actually possible with COVID. So um, clinical conditions such as uh, Epstein-Barr, which is mono, Lyme disease, COVID, um, the body gets a misdirected immune response and starts attacking itself, right? I forget what the name of that they're calling it with COVID, but it's like systemic blah, blah, blah activation. And, um, and what happens is when you have this massive brain inflammation, you're going to have cognitive or psychiatric problems. And with pans and pandas, uh, it is a sudden sort of overnight type of thing. Autoimmune encephalopathy, AE, is uh, it can be sort of a waxing and waning. So, for example, pandas... Um, the longer version, right? I always like to say that that only comes from strep, group A strep. And uh, a person gets uh, exposed to strep. Some person people get treated and it goes away. But with somebody with pandas, the immune system starts attacking itself and gets into this hypervigilant state. And uh, things like restricted eating, eating disorder, OCD can happen. And it's mm. sudden and it's intense and it's scary. Mm. Um, some people have milder versions of things and then it's a deep acceleration. So it's not like you can't have anything before. It's just like when you know somebody who has this, they will tell you, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I got OCD after I had COVID or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not just COVID. Again, there are multiple conditions. So one in 150 to 200 kids have this. They now have included, the P stands for pediatric. Um, PANS does not have an age of onset limitation. Mm -hmm. So it can occur at any age. It can occur at 81 or two. So um, that's a great thing because, you know, there's lots of people who we know have chronic Lyme and now we're starting to understand that it's not as simple as, as this. And most people with pans, uh, pans have multiple infections, viruses, um, and different health issues that are really driving their mental health problems. So yeah, it's a it, medical reason for a health problem. Yes. And it affects the brain. Our brain. The brain. Absolutely. And there's very few of us, this is my specialty area. There's very few of us that support this population. Um, And, um, and it's, you know, you can find providers on organizations like aspire.com, excuse me, aspire.care, international ILADS for Lyme disease. There's nonprofit organizations that are, you know, where you can go and find a provider like myself. 
even though I work with people remotely all over the world. Oh, you do? I do. Great. That's very good. Okay. So I wanted to ask you, you know, I always like our team to have at least three action steps so that they can start winning right away. Cause parents are like, tell me what to do. So can you share three action steps for them to win? Absolutely. And, and they're all tied together. Okay. So (laughs) I think the three things that parents need to do is number one, you have to focus on calming the brain of your kid and your family. Okay, so we we went through different activities. What works for you? Is it prayer in the morning? Right. I do prayer and I light candles. That is very helpful for me. And the lighting of the candles forces me to slow my butt down and kind of ground and be present. And also I do a lot of positive affirmations and things when I do it. And that's an important part of this. I do a lot of other things, people. I'm walking the walk. I don't just say it. Um, two, you need to have autonomous parenting. Uh, We are a society of bubble wrap parenting where kids do not know, they're not given an opportunity to fail Mm -hmm. and be independent. Mm -hmm. So as much as you can let your kid naturally fail, and sometimes it means a bad grade people, your kids need to have a tolerance. And three, it's teaching coping skills. And that's about that autonomous parenting part. So when we teach kids how to cope, Um, And we shift our language. So instead of saying to a kid and constantly rescuing them, like, you know, you got a bad grade. Oh, okay. We got a bad grade. You didn't get it last time. What did you do differently? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I didn't do this. You have to start getting your kids to be critical thinkers and problem solvers. And today our kids are struggling because they just don't have coping skills and stress tolerance And you want your kids to have lifelong mental health, boy, they need coping skills. Um, And it's our job as parents to give them, to help them support that. And all of those things are integrated. And, you know, uh, you know, it's great to go to Disney World. It's great to give your kid the best car seat or fancy car or private school. But if they don't have a regulated brain, nothing is going to stick to that. You know, and if your kid isn't regulated, their self-esteem is going to be off. And, you know, if you don't feel good about yourself, nothing positive. Success is impossible if you don't feel good about yourself. I love that. That is so good. Let your kids fail so that they can build resiliency and learn how to get back up. Right. And and they can figure stuff. You don't want them being in college. You know what I mean? So I was talking, my, my youngest is 11 and he's like an old man. And, um, he, I was just telling him he's doing an autobiography and he was doing his future self and I'll make this quick. And it was really sweet. And I said to him, um, I'm not going to worry about you because you were such a good decision maker. And, you know, I, I was just telling him this this morning in the car and we're driving and I love those conversations when you're a kid in the car, you know? And I said, John Carlo, you know, like when I went to college, people like drank a bottle of wine. They never even had drink. And he's like, why would they do that? And I said, because their parents didn't teach them how to make decisions for themselves. And he's like, shouldn't they only have a glass of wine? That's what I would do. And I was like, exactly. I said, mommy's not going to worry about you. You, you don't do anything that doesn't feel good to you. And that's because you, you learned how to make decisions for yourself, you know, and you want your kids to be decision, good decision makers when you're not around people. 
And that only happens if they have exposure to failure and they know what it feels like. And then they know the success they can have by figuring stuff out on their own. And this is the demise of our culture. Like I can tell you over the 30 years, the difference in this has been, sadly, it's been a major contributor, a negative contributor to the mental health of our, of our entire generation. And we can flip that. Oh, yeah. And and uh, definitely by following you, Dr. Roseanne, is definitely a great way because I want to applaud you right then and there when you were talking to your son, you were speaking into him. You are a d- good decision maker. Well, guess what? That gets tattooed into his brain, into his heart. Absolutely. Like, I'm a good decision maker. I make Absolutely. good decisions. And I told him you always trust your gut. Yeah, right. I mean, he's a great kid, but when he says no, yeah. it ain't going to happen. Right. It ain't gonna happen. He's 99% like, but I, my mother empowered me mm-hmm. to not give a crap what people thought and to make decisions that felt right to me, never to be rude, never to be disrespectful. Well, right. I mean, unless somebody was being back, you know, but not to take crap from people and to listen to myself. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you not only how I benefited from that, But when I went off to college and how I helped people, and obviously I'm helping people today, but I saw my friends when I went to college in the late 80s really make dangerous decisions for themselves. And if I was not around, I can't even tell you how many of my friends would have died of alcohol poisoning, been raped, done stupid stuff because they were never allowed to make independent decisions because somebody was bubble wrapping them. And we have moved so beyond a little helicoptering at this point. It is like nobody wants their kid to have an emotion that's not negative. We're supposed to feel uncomfortable so that we know. I know. know. Feel your feelings. Feel your money. Don't ignore it. Process it. Yeah. And be like, okay, I'm and grieving. talk it out. Talk it yeah. out. This is okay. You can talk. If you're right. sad, you can talk. You don't have to kill yourself because you're right. sad. You yeah. also can say, I experienced this and I don't like it. Yeah. What can I do differently next right. time? Right. Yeah. Like instead people are like, oh, I'm just going to take this pill. I'm going to keep doing the same thing. And I'm just going to take this pill so I'm numb, or I'm just going to sit around and drink alcohol, or I'm going to watch Netflix for three days. Mm-hmm. So we've got to change things. And it's about empowering ourselves with tools. Right. And there are lots of them and they're not that hard. And so where can people find you yeah. so that they can get your book and stay in contact with you? Yeah. So you can go to, I'm Dr. Roseanne everywhere. And that's D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N. That's dot com. You can get all my stuff there. You can Dr. Rosanna Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. It's it's Rosanna Kapana Hodge. Somebody took Dr. Rosanna. I don't know how they dared to do that. But <laughs> but you can just go to drrosanne.com and most of the resources are there. Excellent. And it'll all be, all the links will be in our show notes. We promise. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Roseanne, for being with us. I appreciate it. Well, thanks it. for this great conversation. So and we I appreciate will stay it. in contact, definitely. You're you're my Please kind do. of you're my kind of people. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, we gotta okay. stick together. Yeah, girl. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. And you know what? We'll be back. We'll have more to share with you to empower you to help you become your best self. And before I go, please remember to remain unstoppable. Okay. I love you. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye bye.
Hello, Chef Michael here. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you subscribed to the podcast and left us a review.